Brown Dogs Farm are Norwalk, Iowa-made hot sauces and dressings. Brown Dogs Farm was born out of the dream to emulate the simple life of Rob's grandparents, who inspired him with their hard work and abundant gardens. Rob and Amanda set out to create a unique blend of fruit and pepper that would satisfy the part of the brain that craves great flavor without sacrificing the spice of the peppers. Sweet, but still packing heat. With combinations like jalapeno green apple, habanero peach, cherry rhubarb reaper, and other great flavor combinations, there is a spice and flavor that is right for any party or get together. BDF also has homemade versions of their classic and spicy ranch that are one of a kind. You can order all of those and more online at www.browndogsfarm.com and ask your local grocery to stock up. Sigh of the Storm is brought to you by Revelton Distilling Company. You can visit them in Osceola, Iowa or on the web at www.reveltondistillery.com. Everybody, this is George Trice, Side of Storm Podcast, here joined by my co-host Marcus Pfizer. Um, mm-hmm. Big Play Curvey is not with us today. Um, his son had a in a competition. I think he had a football competition down in Texas. So he wasn't yeah. able to join us. But in his place, we have Mr. Clint Varley. And we we asked Clint to join us, and he was ecstatic about joining us. He didn't know what he was getting himself into. But um, you know him and him and Marcus got some uh, some stories to share with us, um, and I also got a surprise for both of them. I got a phone a friend going on here today, so we're gonna get somebody else on the line too that they don't even know about. But um, then, you know that come a little bit later. But as we always do, we want to thank Three Beers Media for for giving us the platform. Uh, thank Rebelton Distillery for for giving us the liquor. I mean sponsoring us, um, and then Brown Dog Farms <laughs> for for the hot sauce. Um, and so we're, we're working on getting, getting more of that, but, uh, uh, I'm out of hot sauce. I'm out of Revelton. I mean, I guess when it's good, it just, it just goes right, Mark. Well, I, well, I got some of the, I, I dabbed in a little, little bit of the jalapeno and the, the green one. I, I, I haven't migrated over to the red ones yet. It's just probably not going to happen the way, <laughs> the way my, my, you know, my palate and my gut is set up. So I, you know, I don't do Sweet. anything too, too weird. Huh? Some heat right there, huh? Uh no, I don't mess with the heat. Like, like I said before, any, heat, <laughs> any anything above ketchup level, then I'm I'm good. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. We have to get you. Uh, we have to get you uh, some samples, Clint. We uh we had uh, Brandon Hawkins on here. Um, you know, a couple of weeks, like about a month ago, last year. Sure. Uh, he jumped on here and uh, you know had some fun with us um, on here, and then we uh, we actually uh, raffled off a. Um, Assigned ball by him, and so uh, one of the one of the guys that won, the guy that won, and gave it to his son for a Christmas gift. So we had B Hawk uh, sign a ball for us. Uh, so awesome. got, y'all see on the TV behind me, I got the I got the Baylor TCU. The game. Baylor game, huh? Yeah, I got the, the Baylor TCU. Yeah, so we play TCU Saturday. So I yeah, I just mean that Iowa State game. Just <laughs> man, if we would have lost that game because of that non foul call. I wouldn't, uh, Marcus. I know you probably wouldn't even jumped on the podcast I mean, had that happened. I mean, man, <laughs> uh, it, it's it's so weird. Like, 
not to say I hate Oklahoma, but I never won there. I mean, it was okay. You know, had good games and stuff there, whatever. Um, our last year, you know, or my last year there, we lost in what what uh, Clint double or triple overtime. But it was, yeah. it was it was it was a long, big fight. Yeah, in the Colorado game what, what that the, year, double yeah. or triple overtime too that we lost. Right. So right. We we got him back in the Big Twelve Championship. So you know what, I, I I'd take that one as a win right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's always tough down there, down there in Oklahoma, and and like I said, you know, earlier on one of the the new uh, Instagram gr- groups or Twitter groups, these some guys and got me into. You know, we we're texting, doing a game, live tweeting, and stuff like that. And I said, man, I I don't like these close games like that on the road in the Big Twelve. It's it's tough to pull those out, you know, especially being on the road. But we were able to pull that one out, you know, with the nine call and, hey, yeah, I mean, get on the bus and let's go and, home. And they're projected nine of, the, of, of us to be in the uh, in the NCAA championship. So, I mean, this this Big 12 is going to be yeah. uh, it's going to be tough this year. Um, but I'm going to go backwards real quick, real quick, quick. Um, Clint, so, you know, tell, tell the audience, you know, on the Side of Storm podcast, you know, they, you don't need to introduce yourself because they know who you are, but what have you been up to? What are you doing these days, my man? Yeah, uh, still uh, living in Des Moines area, uh, right by Ames. Try and get up to, to ISU as much as I can for football and basketball games. Um, working uh, just uh, for Wells Fargo here in Des Moines, loving it. Um, I've got a son that's uh, playing basketball and football right now, so it's exciting times for that. And right. uh, just just really enjoying it here in Iowa. That's what's up. Now, Clint, where are you With from? the snow. With the snow. <laughs> With the snow. Yeah. <laughs> where are you from originally, Clint? Uh, I'm from Stewart area originally. So I'm okay. literally only about 30 miles from where I grew up right now. That's, that's um, good. You get to see family, my, too. Yeah, my, my brothers still farm. Uh, my dad still farms. Uh, I try and get out, you know, a little bit during harvest season. Uh, so it, it's nice to still be able to get out and take the right. sun out to the farm every once in a while and just get out there. Right. It, it's funny how many of my friends are farmers. Like I, I tell this story, like, you know, priest, I didn't know priest was, you know, the, the boar guy. And then my man, Joe Eggers, you know, doing the pigs. And I, I mean, you find that out later, you just talking to them, normal people, because you don't think about that. I'm from Cleveland. You know, you don't, it, I don't <laughs> run into farmers, but then you go to Iowa, you're like, everybody's a farmer. Everybody's like from the, from the country, from small towns. Like, my roommate, she graduated with like 37 people, maybe oh, 27 people, I think. And I'm like, you graduated mm-hmm. with 27 people? I mean, that's my. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, graduate, I graduated with 42. <laughs> I graduated with 42. Chill out. Chill out on a small <laughs> town. People, like, I can't, I can't Clint, how many did you graduate with? <laughs> I there were sixty five, so I got. You got you. <laughs> <laughs> he got you we man. probably would have been there for another hour if it was sixty five people in our class. Man, we had to run out of. We venue. started out with about sixty, but yeah. ended with about forty two of them. But you you went to a special school though, like you know, oh. right? So your school, Marcus. Did you go to a normal? You didn't well, go I mean, to a normal high school. The prep. It was a prep high school, right? No, 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 no. I wasn't, no, prep schools wasn't like that back then. It was, it was a normal, it was a normal high school. It was just a small town, small town Arcadia, yeah. Louisiana, which you know was probably about five, six thousand people in a whole, you know, little small town. We got two red lights, you know, that type of like seriously, <laughs> okay. like like the second one came here recently. 
<laughs> you know, when I was in high school, it was just one, you know, the one that controlled how you went and came out of the high school. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just a small town. So I, I definitely know how that is. We didn't do no farming though. Uh, yeah, I understand that. I uh, I got a job detasseling um, one year in Iowa, and I didn't know what it was, so I didn't start that job. Uh, I was like, I'm not gonna be. I still here. don't know what it is. What is it? It's it's taking the tops off. I think it's taking the tops off the uh, corn. So during harvest, yeah, it's to do a corn. Clint, explain this to to us, because I I didn't I didn't start the job. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah. So in the fall, sometimes you've got to detassel corn if if you want to make sure that uh, you're not getting stuff that's gonna cross-pollinate with each other so um it's the hottest time of the year and you're literally in a field of corn that is 100 percent humidity mm. and I, I never did much of it we didn't do that on my farm but uh i've heard some stories and uh it, it's a tough tough way to make some cash I, I, yeah you know and i was like it was like okay well, they were paying good money for it i'm like college student just something to do you know you'll give back to the earth and i'm like no nah, i'm not i'm not doing this <laughs> <laughs> but that's what's up, you know. But yeah, so we got Clint on here, and uh, Clint Mar and uh, Marcus played um, a little bit ball together. And then, um, you know, I said I was going to have a special guest come on, so I'm about to phone in a friend real quick. We're gonna see if this uh, this guy um, uh, jumps on. You uh, you may know him. You you may do you heard y'all hear it ringing? It's ringing. Heard it it's ringing. Let's see. Let's see who this is. Hello. Mr. Michael Nurse, everybody, <laughs> you are you are live on the air, Mike, with uh with me and Marcus and Clint. We we're just starting the recording, so I told them I was gonna phone a friend, and they didn't know who was coming on. So we're trying to shift things up a little bit, and you know, get you on with these no guys book. because we're we're two and zero in the conference. So I want to throw something else out there to the fans because you know we just want to talk. You know, we like to bring up stories about Iowa State well, from what you remember, if you remember things and stuff like that. But, you know, we know you had just some <laughs> teammates on here. So we just wanted y'all to, like, rap and, and talk about some things. So how you doing, my man? What you up to these days? Uh, you know, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm in my off season. I have a food truck. You know, uh, it's, it's winter here, cold as hell. So, and, and this isn't an edited it, podcast, so you can let it go if you want to. Well, well I, don't give him legs. <laughs> yeah, that might be tough. Now, I don't, <laughs> I don't believe in in that type of language. Oh, you know, you're a liar. So, <laughs> I do refrain from the vulgarity. Oh, <laughs> really, really, because. Mike. Well, it's just, you know, I got kids now. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. I have a mother. Oh, but you've always had a mother. <laughs> yes. But I rediscovered her. Oh, you re hold on. So explain <laughs> to me that's what, what explain to the fans of side of the story how you rediscovered your mom. Like what what's that? Well, she, it's it's I guess it's a strange thing, you know. Okay. She's been my mother for 45 years. Yes, yes. But in the last in the last three days, I've really rediscovered her, and you know, I'm I'm on a path of being a better son, uh, which means no cursing and oh. and slowing down on the drink. Slowing down and, on the drinking. Yeah. Message. Hmm. 
this is this is key to me being a, a better son in the last three days. Good for you, Mike. Love it. Okay, I, mean, <laughs> you know I like that. I like that because the last time I saw you, um, this was not you. And we're not going to talk about the whole. We're not going to talk about everything that happened when I, I, I. So Mike just talked about the fact that he has his own, you know, smoking business, his food truck, and and I, I took him to a place. Mm-hmm. We're not going to call that place out, Michael. So please don't, Mike. Don't call that place out. Um, but the, see, I don't, I don't, I don't remember the name. Good. I just know if I um if, if I'm in the vicinity, I'm not going in there. <laughs> and if the barbecue was not up to par to what uh to what Mike wanted, so uh he he blames me for that fiasco. Um, but he did get bebops the the the, the Sunday morning before he left. He did get some bebops, right? I did. So I I came to Ames with an expired uh driver's license. So I had to get a ride from the Des Moines airport to get to Ames. Luckily, Stevie was in Des Moines or else I would have been stranded. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had no car and everybody left. Everybody left. I was there by my, I was, I was in the hotel by myself. So I just walked out and walked down the street, even though Bebops was there. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get some Bebops. I'm gonna get some beer and I'm gonna get some Bebops. And I got some, and I got the bebops, and I ate it, and then I got the beer, and I came, I went back to the, I walked back to the hotel, and I drank the beer. And that was my backsliding days, so, mm-hmm. you know, I had to do it. So, so Clint Marcus, <laughs> does this sound anything like the 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 Michael Nurse that you all know? I'm, I'm gonna let Clint go on that one. <laughs> I, I would not be surprised on the beer and bebops. Um, that that does not seem too far out of the ordinary. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, well, as I said before, it's been three days. He's in the <laughs> it's only been three days. It's only, he's only changed for three days, ladies and gentlemen. So there's still yeah, time from the backslide. I discovered my mother three days ago, and you know, I I found out I had kids three days ago. And, and you know it's working. I'm a new man. You know what? It's a uh, it's new year, new you. That I mean, you your resolution is gone. Three days. It's uh well, hold on, it's the fourth day. So you probably you backslid a little bit on one day because it's it's the fourth day of the year. Um, but I mean, you, well, that, you well, well, that was that was the first that was the first day of the year. So you know, yeah. technically, it was a new year coming in. So he okay. Yeah, it was the heck first of a, day. It was twenty twenty three. It was January 1st, you know, mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh, I got a mother. Mm-hmm. Ooh, um, and I got kids. Hmm. I also have a dog. <laughs> Doing this for the dog also. I mean, you just been living, you've been living on autopilot. You know, that's, and, I, and that's, that's a good thing in, in some circles. Um, but when you rediscover Man, that you sounds have kids awesome. in a... <laughs> Does that sound awesome? <laughs> what are you talking about? Fucking autopilot. That would be whoa. That would be something nice. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I wouldn't have to see these people really. <laughs> I hope they don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> I guess I, mean, I guess he's always been on semi autopilot. Close, they, close they, enough. They, 
listen, like I said, it's been three days. Like I'm, I mean, one sixteen, one's eight. It's only been three days. <laughs> All right. Well, I, you know what? We are we are so far off topic. You know, this is this is how I wanted to start the new year because I wanted I wanted everybody to enjoy the new year, smile in this new year because you know twenty twenty three was rough. So, Mike, thank you for uh, allowing us to to smile a little bit as we start this new year, the first podcast of the year um, for for side of store. We're gonna have to get you. Uh, well, you don't drink, so we can't get you a bottle of uh Revelton, but we can get you some brown dog farms hot sauce and you can test their hot sauce and you know see what you can do with that because of your your business right Maybe. sure man i'm into right. i'm in the i'm in the tasting hot sauce i've okay. got a i mean i'm i've i've basically been saved but i can do hot sauce uh, <laughs> he saved basically <laughs> Well, I see I, I didn't know what to expect when I when we found a friend. <laughs> um, it's not far off from what I thought. You know, but but Mike, while we brought you on here, we brought you on here for a reason. You know, did you watch have you watched any Iowa State games this year so far or this season so far? So it it seems like every time they're on, I'm I'm doing something or just, you know, I got to watch them today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched them versus Connecticut, which was uh, just it was it was not a good day for us. No. Um, and Connecticut's a really really good team, uh, yeah. but I watched them today. Uh, it's it's the same uh, defense as last year. Intensity, playing hard. You know, if you can get your kids to play hard, that's half the battle. I and mean, they play hard all the time. They might make mistakes. But when you're playing hard, so a lot of those mistakes are covered up. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they were they had a 17 point lead. I know it was early. It was there was like up 22 to five, and that was um, that's early in the game. But you like you said, they play hard. But one thing that you said, and you said they had the same defense as last year. Um, how far are they going to go? How far? How far in the Big? What are we going to? What are we going to finish in the Big 12? We're third in the Big 12 right now. Overall record, we're two and zero, so we're tied for first. But ten and ten and two, or eleven and eleven and two, right now, two and zero in the Big Twelve. Um, you know, what is your predictions for what you what what we're gonna see here out of this team as we go into the, to the conference play and end of the year? You know, going into the tournament, what are, what are your thoughts? The same thing goes for you, Clint, and the same thing goes for you, Marcus. What are y'all thoughts about where we're gonna go with this team this year, and and how y'all feel we we might end up? Well, listen, playing playing in the Big Twelve, and all three of us played in the Big Twelve. Getting any road wins, mm-hmm. any, is so difficult. The bar is so high. Right. The bar is so high to get a, a to to walk out of somebody else's building with a victory, mm-hmm. and we did that today. That's 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 a huge that's a huge step for us. That's mm-hmm. a huge step, you know. And 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 we took that step. Today and I hope we can build on it. Our defense is going to be there. I I do worry about our offense. I worry about our offense, uh, our offensive efficiency. I worry about when everything breaks down, where are we getting a quality shot from? You know, when when we're when it's late in the game, clock running out. Do they have someone uh, that could that could go and get a bucket? Now, our point guard did it today. Yeah. And I hope it continues, but that's that's my worry about uh, about this team. Um, 
do we have someone that we can rely on to not only get shots, but make to, to create easier shots for the te- for his teammates? Yeah, because we and have, that might come off of the, that might come off of the defense. Yeah, I mean, you, and you hit on a good point. I let y'all get in, Clinton Marcus. But yeah, when I when in, in looking at what we have, we have it depending on where you look at. We're like the sixth or seventh top recruiting class of last year. So our, our recruiting class was high, and we talked about this before. We had Brandon Hawkins on. We talked about uh, Osudi, and he had twelve points tonight. I think something like that. Um, eight rebounds, twelve points. He's 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 finding a way to fit in. Um, you know, but as high as he was regarded when coming in, I'm hoping that he, uh, he shows us more because that's where Brandon, that's where Marcus were looking at saying this, this cat has to give us more, um, for, for as high as he's regarded as our center. Clint, what's your, what's your thought on it? Yeah, I would just add to what Mike said. I'm sure Mike and Marcus, you remember the, the system that we had when we played, which was, if you get a road win. That's a plus one. Right. If you get a road loss, it's zero. If right. you get a home loss, it's a minus one. And if you get a home win, Absolutely. it's a zero. Right. So that was drilled into us all the time. And basically, it just was saying the team that's going to get the most road wins is going to win conference. And it, it played out that year right right as, as, as we looked at it. Um, I, I look at this conference, and you got 10 teams that are all a hard out. Um, you, you talk about where we want to be. I mean, if we can, if we can be in the top half of this conference, that's that's doing well. Um, you got three to four teams at the very top that are are going to be national championship contenders. So it's not a top four or five finish is not a bad season by any means, and and that's obviously going to be a NCAA tournament run, and and I think that's where you want to go with it. You want to win some Big Twelve tournament games, and you want to win a couple rounds in the NCAA tournament and maybe see if you can get into the, the, the next weekend and go with it. Yeah. Survive in advance. Survive in advance. Mark, what you thinking? Well, yeah, just to reiterate on what the guys say, I mean, the Big 12 at home is tough enough, especially on the road. It's just a different dynamic for us all. Um, those were the games that, you know, Coach Stacey really was on one you know, preparing us for them. You know, I, I'm talking about, too, when we're in practice, if if, if you're not stride-stopping, like, it's on the line because you, you, your focusness is not where it needs to be. Um, and, and for us, it was just, just having that focus of what we needed to do to get a win, however we're going to get a win. Um, after the games, you know, our bodies are worn out. Um, we're beat up, things like that, because, you know, everyone – wants to play extremely hard and get that home win. So when you're trying to sneak it away from them on the road, it's not easy. Um, you know, our, our first our first home loss, I mean, uh, road loss, it was to, uh, was it Oklahoma or Colorado? It was Colorado, right? Uh, the first home uh, was uh, road loss. I think Oklahoma first, it, then Colorado, yeah. Was, okay, okay, so yeah. No, we lost Oklahoma both of those. and double overtime. Oklahoma in double overtime, and then the next one we lost, I think it was in Colorado, in double or triple. Yes. But you know, I mean, it was it was a fight. You know, they weren't they weren't giving it up, um, and we damn sure was trying to take it. You know, um, going into their arena, going into their home, going into their hostile environment. You know, you know, it wasn't easy at all. So to to get this 
this win, the first win at home against Baylor and then this one on the road is, is, is a big confidence builder. Um, but like Mike says, you know, they got to get more in tune on the structure of, of what's going on. It, it, it doesn't have to be, you know, I, I, I hadn't gotten a shot. Now I got to get up a shot. Like there was always a, a strategy of what's going to happen. If you dropped it low to me and they were coming, I know Mike or Kentrell was all over on the other side, wide open. And you got to move it. You got you to gotta make that pass. You got to trust, you know, once they put it up, I'm I'm running back on the defensive end. I used to tell Mike, Man, you got to make that because I'm trying to get back on the defensive end. You know, you make the shot, it, it's it's all rolling, it's all clicking. Um, so so for me, that's something that you know needs to be cleared up a little bit. Um, and of course, I'm biased. I'm a big. I think the young fella with his athletic ability, because for most part of the game, I'm looking at the stats. He had two rebounds. You know, we're in the second half, two and three rebounds. And I'm like, you know, you, you got to go in there and get those boys. You got to control the, the structure of the game. Um, and, and, and as the season wears on and gets deeper into the Big 12, it's not going to get any easier. You know, getting those first two wins is great. But as it, as it progresses on, it's going to be a lot tougher once, you know, these teams start to scout you a little bit more, see what we have, um, see how close it was you know, this game versus that game, and it's not going to be that easy. I, um, you know, one thing I do like about the way the team's playing this year is last year, it was, you know, it was like the, you know, I'm from Cleveland, and you talk about the Browns cardiac kids. That's why Cleveland Clinic is one of the best heart heart uh, hospitals in the in the country because you know, the Browns make us that way. Um, <laughs> but last year, um, we played from behind a lot. We were coming from behind in the game. And we found ways to win because we gritted it out and grinded it out. But this year, we are playing from ahead. Now, we're, we're getting some leads. We're building some leads, playing with fire, letting teams get back in, as you saw tonight, you know, letting them get back in and get some hope. And, you know, this could have went a different way had we had they made a couple different shots tonight. But I do like the fact that we are we are playing from a position of power this year than we have last year. I think Otz has changed some things up on how he's coaching these guys and how he's telling them to come out there and fire. I I looked at the the last two minute, the two minute drill um, at the end, and they were playing with a different pace, a different sense of urgency. Even though they were up, they were playing with that different sense of urgency. And it seemed like that fast pace is good for Grill, but it doesn't seem like it's good for, for yeah. all of the players. Grill, I think, thrived in that situation. Um, but the other players, I don't, I don't think did as well. Lipsy did some things, but I don't think the rest of the, the team is really at that pace. So they got to find that happy medium, I think, right now, because that could, that, that could hurt us in the end of the games if they are close or if they are yeah. or winning at the end of the game. And I don't know what y'all noticed well, from last me, year, this let, year. Well, let me, let me, let me take a step back from, from that, I'm, and I'll comment on that okay. in a second. I want to comment on the big fella, and. You, you know how you feel about big fellas. You want them mm -hmm. to rebound, block shots, dominate in the paint, and then after the game, you want them to sweep up, clean up the gym. Uh, we want them to do all <laughs> types of shit, right? Yep. Just think of this, 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 this guy came from the Atlantic 10, and I'm not knocking the Atlantic 10. It ain't the Big 12. No, it ain't the right? Big 12. You know, right. The, the, the Big 12 is a different animal. It's a different type of intensity when you have to go to Oklahoma 
when God forbid, when we have to go to Texas Tech, because te- going to Texas right. Tech is a fucking nightmare. Mm-hmm. Right. He needs, I, I feel that he needs time. He needs to, he needs to find out how to meet that intensity, you know, because it's, it's different. Like he's not, he's, he's never played at this level. Mm-hmm. You can play teams from the big 12. You can play teams from the ACC. You can play teams from the Pac-12, Big Ch- Big Ten, all that. But you're not playing them every single night. Right. Right? You're not getting the, the scouting report that, that we had to get later mm-hmm. on in the season. Because everybody, all these coaches are good. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way they're at this level and they're not good coaches. So they know everybody's tendency. They're going to know what teams are doing like we need to i feel we need to give we need to give the guys that haven't been in this system like look at how good grill looks mm-hmm. now yeah right yep. what was grill last year grill was a spot-up shooter that if he wasn't hitting threes he's out of there this year he's playing with more confidence why because he got to play in this system last year. You got to play in the Big 12 last year. That's what happened with with me. I'm going off of my experience. So my first year in the Big 12, coming from JUCO, it's a mm-hmm. whole nother animal. It's it's not even remotely close. I was dominant at my JUCO. Mm-hmm. I was the man. It didn't matter what you drew up. I was going to get where I wanted, when I wanted. I was going to make it happen. You get to Big 12 play my junior year, all of a sudden, I'm playing against Texas, right? (laughs) We're playing against Texas. And I've watched Texas over the years because of Reggie Friedman. Mm -hmm. Reggie Friedman is from the New York area. From New York, yep. Right, so I'm watching him on ESPN and whatnot, right? I get into the game and Chris Clack and, and, and Wagner, I get in and Mims is there. I get into the I get into the game. I came <laughs> off the bench. I caught the ball. And they were like, I got nurse. Where's nurse going? This, that, nurse, nurse. And I was like, holy shit, what the how did they know my name? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yep. You know? Yeah. And that, that I remember that. Because we were down, mm. we went down to Texas, and we were we were zero two, wow, I think or zero and one, and 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 we had to go down to Texas, and and and, and Texas was pretty good that year, yep, and 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 they played tough defense, and Rick Rick Barnes knew the hell knew who Mike Nurse was. Mm. I was like, nah, you got to know these other this other these other dudes that's been playing. I I'm new. No, <laughs> they know you, right? You can't. Like, you're exposed. You're exposed. Mm-hmm. If there was a weakness in my game, they knew about it, right? Yeah. Like, I couldn't hide it. You can't hide it. Oh, he can't do this. All right, well, he's going to have to do this to beat us, right? right. And now you look at the big, the big fella, and you're like, well, why isn't he doing more? And I'm like, well, it's very tough. You know, it's, it's very difficult. You, 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 it's very difficult to do more it's because you got to get 
acclimated. So my senior year, I'm like, oh, okay. Not only did I have Jamal Tinsley and 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 Ketrell Horton on mm-hmm. on the perimeter with me, but I was already accustomed to whatever the Big 12 had to throw at us. The first couple of games that Jamal played in the Big 12, he struggled. He wasn't he he wasn't he wasn't Superman. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because it's a it's it's a different animal. Mm-hmm. It's completely different, and you have to you have to be able to meet the intensity. And with us, you had to exceed the intensity because if you're just meeting it, you might not be playing. True. Right. Right. I feel that. That's good. Good analysis of that. I'm gonna pause yeah. you real quick. I know you want to keep going, but I got to pause so we got to make you do the money shots. So, uh, three beers, media, Revelton mm-hmm. Distillery. Uh, Brown Dogs Farm, you know, those are the people that's uh, that's supporting us throughout this. Um, Magic Mike's Meats might be the next one, you know. He's <laughs> <laughs> so, in all season. <laughs> yeah, you know, so Mike is uh, during football season, he's going to get us some uh, some tailgating tips. You know, we, we, we alluded to that last year. We're going to get some tailgating tips from Mike next year um, so that you can have the awesome tailgate. Um because I never seen anybody tailgate for basketball. They just drink beer out of the trunk. It's not really a tailgate. It's just having fun. Uh, but you, you know, we we tailgate for football. So we're gonna get that. And then Clinton, I see you try to you say something. Setting up for basketball. <laughs> it's too cold though, man. You, you want to do that, names? <laughs> you out of your mind? You know that in Ames, if it's over thirty-five degrees and ain't no snow in the ground, and it might be a little snow, you're gonna be out there drinking. 35 degrees, 30 degrees in Iowa. It's cool. Right? Clint, am I lying? Bring that koozie. Yeah, you got to bring that koozie. (laughs) (laughs) See? (laughs) What do you need a koozie for? (laughs) (laughs) It warms your hand. You know, it warms your hand more than the beer at that that temperature, right? Right, right, right. Listen, the problem is when these these Iowans are drunk, they they don't. (laughs) (laughs) You think there's weather when when they're lit? Oh man, I I remember when I moved to LA. I moved to LA in December of 2008, and I got off the plane. I met my new boss, got my my company car, and it was 55 degrees. And I left. It's 52 I, here right now. Yeah, I, but I left Iowa on December 5th, and it mm-hmm. was 20 degrees. There was a 35 degree change. I was in right. shorts and a t-shirt. And I'm walking around LA and they're in bubble coats. They are, they are bundled up in bumble coats. Uh right. bubble coats. I'm like, what are you, what are y'all doing? It's 55 degrees. Like, this is a nice day. Like, this is nighttime, 55 degrees. Like it was it was 10 o'clock at night. Um, but yeah, you know, you know, it's always, you know, they got those little memes about Iowa wearing flip-flops and you know, the flannel or whatever, you know. But I love Iowa, man. Right. That's home. That's home. Yeah, that is home. That I mean, well, that's that's always gonna be home. I know. I talked to Trail the truck. Uh, we were at a tail. We were tailgate one time, and he was just like, "Man, I I love the tailgating." He's like, "I think about moving my family back out here, you know, during this time of the year, not during the winter, because he's down there in Atlanta, but during this mm-hmm. time of the year because the kids are out there playing, throwing a football, making friendship. Everybody got their their garage door open when it's an away game. Hey, neighbor, come on in. Let's drink. Let's kick it." And it's just an inviting environment. It's just fun out there. And I mean, that's that's one of the things I will always remember about that is being able to, right. to get out there and experience it. And, and last time I was in town, bad weather. So my kids uh, had this was their first time back for a game and they could not experience that. But 
um, get them back this uh, next fall to experience the the true tailgating of what it is out there. So I hit Clint up out there. He can he can bring the kids up there and, and kick it with me. So so Marcus, you said you had some stories. Well, I know some of y'all. I mean, that? like we talked about it. We know we got to do so. So Mike, I don't know if yeah. how long you're gonna be on with us. But you talked about Texas Tech, so we play Texas Tech next um, next Tuesday at at Ames at Hilton, and then we play them at the end of the end of the month um, on the thirtieth at Texas Tech. So we might have to phone a friend. We should forfeit and, that game, huh? We should forfeit that game. <laughs> why, why should we forfeit the game, man? We ain't even played yet. Like we ain't even played them once yet. That is a nightmare going there. Do you do you not remember what what happened last year? I do. Jesus Christ. That was the most excruciating game to watch. It was like there was a, a you know, the boa constrictor that just that just wrapped they wrapped up themselves around us and wouldn't let us breathe. Hmm. But we remember that. It's 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 that it's that muscle memory. We remember how that felt. We don't want to feel that again. That was hard to watch. That was I, it, hard to watch. Was. I'm so, scared it's gonna happen again. But you gotta have faith, player. You gotta have faith. No, I don't. <laughs> No, I don't. I'm too old for this face shit. I've seen <laughs> what they have done in that building. And I, me, I don't want anything to do with it. Maybe it's because I'm getting older, but I don't care. I don't want nothing to do with Texas Tech in Lubbock. I don't. I don't team, want it. <laughs> that don't sound like the, like the three-day New Year new Mike. That don't sound like the three-day. <laughs> <laughs> you got to change, Mike. It's, it's a new you. It's, it's two what? o'clock out, out east. <laughs> well, I'm a new day coming in. My, my thing is, my thing is, you want me to, I want the whole situation to change. I want us to not have to go to Lubbock. I don't care about going <laughs> anywhere else. I'll go anywhere else. I don't care. Oh, what they did to us in Lubbock, that was demoralizing. I thought we, I didn't think <laughs> after that, I was like, oh, we're exposed. Everybody knows how to play us now. We're never going to win another game. We won games after that, but I was I was shook. They had their big man, switched their big man. They constantly, they would switch their big man because they switch everything onto our guards, onto uh, uh, our scorer, and we couldn't get past it. <laughs> we learned. Learned. Right. Learned experience. More experience, so we gonna so we gonna have you we gonna we gonna phone we gonna phone you in for five minutes. I ain't gonna let you talk a lot. On uh we go we record so that's on the thirtieth. So that means we gonna record on uh on the sec uh, the set the first. So the Wednesday the first is when we no 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 don't call me after that. <laughs> well, what if we win? <laughs> if we win. Can we call you? If we win, then I look like a scared old man. I don't want to talk then either. When we Clint, win, Clint talks to Clint talk to this man. Talk to this man. Mike, you got to have faith, man. You got to know you can go down there, get a good win, <laughs> get out, and get back home. That's all you got to be thinking, right? Get right back on that bus. Anywhere else. <laughs> Anywhere else. Go down to Baylor. I don't care. I'm not worried about Baylor. I'm not scared of Baylor. I am terrified of Texas Tech. Because like, our we, offense we, is poor, and this. And their defense, again, <laughs> their defense is really good again. And they lost, they lost a bunch of players. They yeah. did. They did. Yep. Um, but that, one of my players, 
one of my players that I coached here last year that, that played with Marcus Jr. is uh plays for Texas Tech. So I'm I'm very amped about that game. Uh, uh Rich, Richard Isaacs Jr. He plays for Tech. He's a, I think is the starting point guard or second guard this freshman year. So we've had that one circle for some time now. Okay. So so my thing is this. We can erase we can erase all the names off of the back of their shirts, and I'm still nervous. <laughs> like you could go, they could be generic players. That coach knows exactly what to do against our basketball team. He, they it. came. Remember last year, they came to Ames with like Good six stuff. players, and we scored 44 points in Ames oh, and won 44, was, 42, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. That was mm-hmm. a slow one. I think we scored 37 points in Texas. I don't understand how y'all don't remember this. I remember. We remember. Yeah. We didn't say we forgot. Yeah. We just have we faith. Just... Things and change. I don't know where it's change. from. Things change. <laughs> <laughs> Clint, Clint line, was trying man. to get in and say something to you. You kept talking. Clint, no, oh, I, I remember our 99 2000 team. Uh-huh. We won at Texas Tech, but it was we not won. easy. Wasn't easy at it all. It was a tough game. And uh, Marcus, I think I remember you and Coach. You said you might have had a little back and forth that game. Oh, we had, we had um, a lot but, of back and forth. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, okay, so I got the second time I was at Texas Tech. That was the only game in my career that I started, and it was against Bobby Knight. And then, like Mike said, uh, we got railroaded about by thirty-eight points. <laughs> so. <laughs> There's been some rough experiences yeah. in Lubbock for me too. <laughs> and, 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 yeah. and I get where you're coming from, Mike, because they have not won in the Big 12 yet, so they're angry. So yeah. you know, going I down there, they're gonna be angry. But you know, we we got this. We got this. I got faith, man. I'm support. I'm rocking yeah. with this team. I'm rocking with the team all the way. I, hey, I'm always rocking with the team, but I'm not watching that game. <laughs> Like they, they tore something out of me last year at Texas Tech <laughs> that I I have never gotten back. So oh, I'm just gonna man. I'm just gonna stay far away from that game. I, okay. okay. I'm, there's no shame in not watching that game. There's no shame. No, you're you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm watching. <laughs> Which is exactly what's gonna happen. I'm not watching that. <laughs> oh, I feel you. I feel you. But you know, like y'all have me backsliding again. Like you know, I've had a good three days. By then it'll be like eleven. We apologize. We didn't. We didn't mean to rile you up. We. I didn't know when I called. It was a new mic. I. I know. I wasn't aware. You didn't tell me that when I, <laughs> when I talked to you. So I apologize. Uh, you know, Clint. Clint and Marcus did not mean to mean to you know rile you up. You know, we we are we're sorry. No, it's oh, not we're riled you, up. We're, I'm scared. We're we're, we're used to it. <laughs> This 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 is a little piped down a little bit, but <laughs> we're we're definitely used to it. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, this is this is scared Mike Nurse. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> but I'm glad you was able to jump on with us, man. You know we um, you know we all doing some some big some different things. And um, uh, Clint, I think you work with my uh one of my guys out of Wells Fargo, Adrian Dunbar. I don't know if he ran track. I don't remember him from Iowa State. Uh, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yep, I think yeah. he still works at Wells Fargo. I'm not sure if he does or not, uh, but I still talk to him yep. every once in a while. Um, Wells Fargo, send me some money. Yeah, they need to send everybody. 
Um, you know, don't work that way. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to throw out some things with the uh, the Trice the, the Trice Legacy though. Um, you know, while we got while we're here, um, on our website TriceLegacy.com, TriceLegacy.org, JohnJackTrice.org, wherever it is. we got all of them, so they all link to the same place. But well, we just posted out there we have um, a technology grant. Um, I have three laptops sitting here right now. Um, that we want to give to some kids um, that need uh, technology to do well in school. Um, also on there, you could put a request in to get a grant for some of your um, some supplemental in, uh, internet. Uh, we know internet is expensive right now. We know some people don't have access to that, uh, but we're looking at ways to to help students, you know, be successful. So we got that going on. Um, our scholarship is live on the website. Um, I think by looking at the emails, I think I've gotten three um, applicants already. Um, we want the first the first uh, scholarship to go to somebody from East Tech um, that's going to college because uh, that's where Jack went. So we're focusing on East Tech, but that does not mean that anybody can't get this. So where they have a about a three to five hundred word or less uh, of what Jack's letter and what family, community, and uh, education mean to them. Um, so you know I'm not the one making that final selection. My 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 uh, advisory board will be making that selection based on their essays. Um, and we'll go from there. But, um, you know, we are we are working on some good things this year. Um, so excited about what's what's to come for this 100th commemorative anniversary. Uh, awesome. Jack, I got the I got one of the jerseys on. I still got still got a tag on it because we still got this one up for for auction. Maybe it got my smell on it. I smell pretty good. I smell good. I did my shirt <laughs> line today, um, but we got we got a couple of these that we're going to look to do something with. Um, but, um, you know, I'm doing I'm doing that. Uh, Mike, you're in your off season. Um, you know you're you're doing um, you're you're getting prepared for the next for the, your busy season right there. Clint, are you in the? Oh evening? no, I'm not getting prepared. You're not getting prepared. You're just chilling, not drinking beer. Hell no. Okay. <laughs> I'm not until April, man. Till April. So where are you? So tell tell the audience where you're at and where they can find you at on social media, and um, we know where you're physically at. Um, you know, regional wise. All right. Well, I'm in uh we're out of Teaneck, New Jersey, hometown. Um, 100 mobile. Uh, we're in uh on Instagram and Facebook at, at Magic Mike's Smoked. Um, uh, we're also on Twitter at at Magic Mike Smoke without the D. Uh, someone apparently already had that, which was very disappointing. But. Uh, I do most of my things uh, through Facebook and Instagram. That's what's up. Yes, sir. Clint, are you in any uh, extracurricular? Are you uh, you doing any charity? You doing any coaching? Are you doing anything uh, outside of Wells Fargo these days? You know, I don't got anything to plug, not like Mike, uh, but uh, <laughs> um, just coaching my son's AU team. Uh, that's that's kind of the big thing. Um, Waukee Force, we're we're trying to get uh, some more out of state stuff, so it's uh, it's an exciting time, and um, you know you really start to get back to your roots on how, right. how are you going to win a game, you gonna, right. how are you going to press, how are you going to get everybody on the same page, and it, it just really it, it kind of takes you back to those college days when you start coaching again. I feel you. I feel you on that. Feels good, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, good to get on the court. Yep. Mark, what you got going on with uh, your your nonprofit? With what Junior up to when you come back through Phoenix so we can uh, link up? What's going on with you? Well, I mean, you know, just still the same uh, with our nonprofit, Hunger Lows, where me and my wife started to you you know feed the homeless uh, with loaves of bread and whatever else we can assist them with. 
Um, so we're still getting it off the ground, getting it <clears throat> rolling and trying to get everything lined up with that. Um, it's, it's, it's mostly like a family thing. So we want to branch out and, and spread our wings with that one. Um, Junior, he's, you know, down at Bella Vista Prep. Uh, I think they're ranked third or fourth or fifth in, in the nation in the prep school uh, grind sessions uh, circuit. So uh, he's playing good basketball down there. Um, definitely waiting to hear that that call from from this certain Midwest team that that what, we're all accustomed to. Oh, uh, it's, it's, it's a certain one we are. I'm always going to be biased, but uh, <laughs> he, he's playing extremely well. He he grew about two inches over the summer, so he's he's a legit six six, right at six seven with his shoes on. Um, can do pretty much everything. Um, shoot it, pass it. Um, one, two, three. So plays the game the right way. So. We're very excited about him and everything that he's doing down there. Um, one of the prep schools that he were, were was going to attend, um, Powerhouse, uh, the facility down there in, in Phoenix. Um, they they weren't able to get him, so he went to <clears throat> Bella Vista. So they played him on Tuesday. So me and my wife are, are trying to put together something to come down, you know, and watch that game. You know, the kids are in school, so it's kind of hard to, you know, to navigate that a little bit. But. We're going to see it's not that far. It's about a four-hour drive. So if we can get down there for the game and turn around and come back, you know, we might do that. But, you know, it's just exciting times. You know, I've been coaching them for the last, you know, five, six years in high school and out of uh, junior high. And, you know, this was just that step to, you know, get them in the place where he can get more acclimated to how he's going to be on the next level in college. Because, you know, basketball out here in Vegas isn't the best. Uh, it definitely isn't the toughest. So, we want to put him in a, a situation that was going to challenge him a little bit more. Um, he had a lot of growing up to do. You know, he he grew up a little bit differently, a little bit more privileged than I did. So, you know, that that toughness and grind was a little bit different for him. So, um, he's learned a lot. Uh, we're we're definitely grateful for the, for the opportunity, and um, we're we're excited to see what's going to happen this summer. No doubt. Yeah, if you uh if you can't make it, if you can't make it to the uh. To the game, let me know. I'm in. I'm in town. I go show some support, show some love. So, um, so sure. you know, I want to make sure he has family out here because we are a cyclone family. Uh, even though we ain't blood, we all family. So, whatever I can do to support him and give him some support while I'm down here, since I'm close, more. Yes, more sir. Man, you know that. Appreciate. So, so wait. Let me let me let me ask this question. Are you telling me that Iowa State is not uh, uh, recruiting him? Nope. He didn't. He didn't say that. He he said a school. No, I'm asking. telling. I'm telling. No, 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 no. no. no Iowa State. That. I asked, is, and I'm getting you the answer. <laughs> Iowa State okay. has not reached out to Marcus Pfizer Jr., who is a six six mm-hmm. six seven one two three guard. But but no, I mean it's it's you know like I said, I'm always going to be biased, but we understand the fact of. You know, it has to happen in the process of it happening. I don't. I, I want them to reach out to him for his skill, not for his his pedigree or his namesake, because he is his own player. Um, our first name is Darnell. We've called him DJ his whole his whole life. But as he began to get recognition around and everything like that, you know, people starting to put together the Pfizer Junior together, and they see me with them. So now they starting to call him Marcus Pfizer Junior. So it it is what it is, but. The overall process is, you know, he's a great student, honor roll student, knows how to play the game. You know, Larry would love him, takes seven, 78 charges a game and, and, and gets them, you know, know how to get in position for, for everything. And um, 
But like I say, he plays the game right. Um, he's extremely raw um, under the radar, but we're just trying to get him in a, in a position to, um, you know, have some success on the next level. Um, I tell you what, Leonard Perry at Pacific has already offered him and he got an offer from him as a freshman in high school. So, you know, uh, Leonard is somebody I definitely trust. So if that's an option for us as well, we'll see what's going to happen, you know. So ISU. Waiting, waiting on you. There's a crickets right there. We, we ain't heard from you. Definitely waiting. I am very confused. I thought there was a legacy program at Iowa State. <laughs> Excuse me for not, for not knowing that. Now I gotta tell my kids, y'all can't go there. <laughs> I, I told, I told. <laughs> I was under the impression that that. Michael Nurse Jr. was going to be at Iowa State wearing number fifty-three, because you know they haven't retired my number yet, and we need to we need to talk about that. So we'll get Pollard on line and see when they go retire your your number. They hadn't retired mine either, but I mean, I mean, it, it, I, I I don't know if it's the the fact they they don't recruit a lot of in the you know out west or whatever. You know, my oldest son, a Monday, who's a uh, he's a pro now, playing over in Georgia. Um, he was first team All State. You know, and we we never got any kind of calls or anything like that. And, you know, played extremely good high school ball here in Nevada. And, you know, I just – I don't guess they don't get out here to Nevada that that, that well. Well, who's the, who's the head coach when uh, uh when he was in school? When my son was in school, uh, it was yeah, Fred. who was Iowa State's head coach? Fred. <laughs> Come on, Fred. <laughs> hey, you said it, I didn't. <laughs> uh, you know, y'all gonna get us in trouble. Y'all, y'all gonna hey. get us in trouble. We go, we go, we go. Hey, facts we, is we, what I gotta, facts I gotta is, start man. editing these calls before, you know, before Mike, you Fred know. Said tripping. What'd you say, Mike? <laughs> Fred said tripping. And then what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure if all those words were were bleak worthy, but it was probably one or two. Necessary, but it made for it made for excitement, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, you know, three days. I'm on my third day. No backslide. I didn't. I you didn't oh, need to bleep it. Man, okay, Clint. Before we head out of here, Clint, you got something you want to say to the, to the people out there, man? We appreciate you coming yeah. on. So we want to give you a second hey. to say anything, man. I, George, I appreciate the invite. Uh, Marcus, Mike, it, it's great to catch up. Um, you too, this bro. This is the most time of year right now, right? Um, you start to see these teams that are just juggernauts when they when they come into the NCAA tournament. And I, I think we're going to have a lot of good games this spring. So um, I, I love the way this team plays hard. they got a bunch of older guys. Um, I think this could be a, a really fun season, and I'm, I'm just uh, looking forward to watching it. That's what's up. Appreciate you too, my man. Mike, what you got to say before, we, before I cut you off? So, Fred, stop tripping. <laughs> You're wilding. <laughs> you were there for like five or six years. Stop it. TJ, <laughs> um, there's got to be some type of legacy, like, program that you bring in former players kids i'm sorry it should happen like you want to all right i'm gonna go off on a, a bit of a rant but you want to build your program 
build it from within. Bring in the Pfizer's, the Stevie Johnson's, the Jamal Tinsley, if you can find him, <laughs> right? The Mike Nurses, right? You bring in we here. people like Clint Barley. No, but I'm saying people like Clint yeah. Barley. Clint walked on, right? Yeah. He's not That's right. one of those guys that was like, oh, here's a scholarship. <laughs> he walked on. That he, His passion for Iowa State is unlimited. Unlimited. Oh. There needs I'm to counting be on that like some type of legacy program. My dad played at Iowa State, so I was a legacy, and uh, I'm, I'm hoping Colin might might do the same. Absolutely, man. We hope Absolutely. so, man. We hope so, because <laughs> because you're you're part of the program. You like what the like? I don't want to curse go because ahead, go I'm ahead, on ahead, my I got, third I got the button. day. Go ahead, I got the button. Go ahead. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to get some lasting in this, man. <laughs> and when I think, honestly, honestly, when I think about, when I think about Iowa State, I think about so long that we weren't really welcomed back. Um, that that, you know, the past didn't matter. Then Prome shows up, and all of a sudden the past matters. He, he's bringing guys in. He's like, yo, you guys come in. You're you're part of what build a foundation for Iowa State. We want to do an alumni thing, right? And now it's a little shaky. Like I haven't been, I, I didn't go back for basketball since 2019, you know? And that, that, like I said before, that means a lot to people. That not only means a lot to the players, that means a lot to the future players to know that they're, you know, the love is there. Then that means a lot to the fans. Right, right. You know, you want to build, I want to build a family. I want to, you know what I'm saying? I want to build a family. And we're in all corners of, of the United States. And it's tough to get everybody back. But if they're welcome, if they feel welcome, they're going to find a way to get back. I found a way to get back. You know, I was, I came from Teaneck, like all the way over in New York, by New York City. Stevie came from California. Uh, Cantrell came from Georgia. You know, if you if, if 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 you invite and want us back, we'll find a way to come. And I I don't only want that for the for the 2000 team or the 99 team. I want it for every single team. Right. Every single player. Yep. Every single even Larry. Every single coach. I want I want this family to be whole. And I know it's 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 not in some people's priority, but it should be. Appreciate that. You're 100 percent right, man. You're yep. Right. Message. So, um, you know, Clint, I don't know if you had knew, knew you had a nickname of a tough guy. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Tough I guy. I think it was Farmer. weight room. Nah. <laughs> so see that. Marcus, you remember calling me weight room? That's that's what it is. That's what I got a story about. That's what I, man. And, and you know, just to 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 start it off, you know, I, I definitely appreciate both of these guys. You know, through and through. You know, I, I mean, I tell people all the time, 
what we went through, especially me and Mike, me and Mike was together two years. And, you know, we, I mean, we weren't that good my sophomore year and his junior year. You know, that, that progression of learning to that next year is, is where we made huge steps. You know, but but being able to have someone like him around that that I can trust, like like I said, I mean, I welcomed the double team and I, and I work welcomed them coming because I knew once I get if I if I can get it out there to him, you know, sometimes it may have to be a hockey assist or whatever, but I know, you know, the way we play, it was going to find our best shooter, you know, and it was no limit to where he was shooting from. He, he was pulling it no matter no matter wherever it touched his hands and that's where it was going up so to, to have that trust and everything in him and and to have him to be able to knock down shots and make it easier for me on the inside I definitely was grateful for that and for Clint man walking on you know to the basketball team you know not sure if you're gonna get a lot of playing time or any playing time at all but you know those guys like that really gave it to us in practice you know, really made it extremely hard for us. Clint, Clint made me want it to get into the weight room harder and lift harder. That's why we called them weight room. I, I remember, I remember this one instance where, I mean, we was going at it for for whatever reason. Uh, probably because Larry Station and the way the practices were. We hated practice, and I and I said online the other day, I I hated practicing at the Hilton. And it was like, why? Well, because it's the regulated floor. There's nobody in there but us. It's cold and freezing in there. And you just don't want to be in that situation. We want to be at the Forking Building and somewhere else where it's smaller, you know, where you yeah. know, a little bit warmer and stuff like that. But me and Clint was going back and forth, you know, elbowing each other and all that different stuff. And um, I, I must have caught him, elbowed him in the mouth or something like that. And like he turned, he turned around and and he spit. He had this, he had this white there's white halls in his mouth and he spit in it and it skipped. And Paul Shirley was like, if that's your tooth, that's fucking impressive. <laughs> and so, and so, and so at the moment, I'm mad at him because we going back and forth and I'm thinking, you know, this dude think he's tougher than me. That ain't his tooth. I was like, that's a cough drop. And Paul was like, well, the way he still took that elbow was impressive. But, you know, that's that's how the practices was. And, and so we all laughed about it. You know, got through a practice and everything like that. We got through that moment, but it was a test to how how hard we worked and how hard we went at each other to make each other better. And like I said, you know, he didn't have to go through things like that. You know, I mean, being a walk on, he could have been doing anything else that he wanted to do in school, and to have to come to practice, it was no different for the walk ons as, as it was for the people that was on scholarship. You know, from the superstars as they call us to whoever else. It, everybody was up under the same thing when we went to practice. We all had the same things to be accountable for. And we went went hard at each other each and every day, each and every night out. And, you know, the the, the result was, you know, ultimately the year that we had. So I, I definitely appreciate these guys, definitely without a doubt. You know, Clint made me better. Mike made me better. Uh, Coach Stacy and the coaching staff, everyone made me better. And, you know, we had great success. The only thing – I'm disappointed about is, you know, we, we didn't win it all in any end. That's what's up. You know, we're going to have more of those stories, you know. Um, you know, uh, Thomas Watkins is the one that told me about the tough guy thing. So, uh, <laughs> he wasn't able to get on tonight. But uh, we're going to get Watt on one of these days because he out here in Arizona with me. He down there, too, yeah. Watt out here on there. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, you know, we appreciate our, our guests on here, Clint and, and Mike. Now, we appreciate y'all, the love y'all showing us. Um, 
you know, again, shout out to all our friends. Click, like, subscribe out there, Side of Storm, wherever you get your podcasts at. Um, yes, sir. Hunker Lowe's, Trice Legacy, Coaches Colossus. Uh, don't ever, don't forget about Brent. He, even though he ain't here, don't forget about Brent. Um, Three shout Beers Media, me. Rebel 10, and Brown Dog. So with that, we signing out. Go State. And, you know, we, we miss y'all. So uh, we'll holler at y'all next week. We're going to go out with the sweet Caroline. We're going to let that ride for a little bit. So holler at you. Go Cyclones. Go Cyclones. Stay.